and welcome to another episode of Relatively Relatable. I'm your host, Sarah Chappay. And I'm your other host, Jake Cooley. The Relatively Relatable podcast is a weekly podcast about life, trends, and advice from two people who have no business giving it. Relatively Relatable is brought to you by Blank Slate Link. And to find out more, you can head to our Instagram page at Relatively Relatable Pod. We're both hat people today. I'm finding more and more that I am a hat person every day. Mm-hmm. Unless I have some function to go to. In which case you can put on your fancy hat. Which I still don't. Oh, I do. I put my fancy hat on. I really should wear it more often, but I just hate when people, I just hate people. (laughs) And it usually inspires interaction with people when you wear something like that. Yeah. Either, I don't mind if they compliment it, but most people are like, Oh, dude, nice hat. Like That's a in, a mocking, oh. <laughs> in a mocking way or yeah. something. I, I tried wearing it um, more often like a couple years ago. And anytime I posted a picture with it, like there's this one guy I work with that is always like trying to teach me hat etiquette and was like, you know, it was actually wrong of you to be wearing that hat inside because you're supposed to take your hat off anytime you go inside. I'm like, this is not the 1920s. Shut up. <laughs> So ever since then, I haven't been wearing it because I, I just, it's not worth it to me. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. yeah I mean, I shouldn't let people, um, I shouldn't do things or not do things f- for the sake of other people, but I also have nowhere to go where I would even wear it right now. So true. But I bought a fur coat last year, fake faux fur coat, and mm. I have only worn it twice. Because I bought it in like December Mm -hmm. and uh, Nebraska was surprisingly warm all spring. Yep. And so I've just been wearing it like around the house. I've just been taking pictures in it because I'm like, this bad boy needs to see the world. Yeah. You got to get your your miles in with it. Yeah. I've been doing that with my hats too. So. Yeah. I I don't know. I feel like there's a certain vibe of place that you should wear a hat like that for people who don't know i'm talking about like a a wide brim yeah hat you know not just like a beanie or something but (laughs) i'm not like i don't think you have to go to like some super upscale place to wear it but i'm not gonna wear it to like the watering hole that my girlfriend and i go to because we're that's like a pretty casual place for us but if i went somewhere cool downtown i'd maybe wear it would you Maybe. Depends on the place. Did you wear it for my birthday? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Because remember, that's when those kids, those college kids were at that like bougie bar. Oh, yeah. And they they all had something to say about it. Oh, yeah. Because we were all dressed super nice and they were wearing like KU t-shirts at this like super nice bar. bar. Yeah. Yeah. They were all hitting on the same girl, all four of them. Our waitress, wasn't it? Yeah, they were just being obnoxious. Yeah. I mean, kids that had just turned 21, they were probably there like for, I don't know, it would have been too early for Christmas break. Anyway, trying to give them the benefit of the doubt, but they were douchebags. So. For sure. <sighs> yeah. But yeah, I would I would wear it somewhere like that again. Yeah, that place is cool. <clears throat> but if, if it's like a night where you're like going a bunch of different places and there's like a lot of logistics involved because... Like if it's raining, I'm not going to wear it. If it mm. might rain, I'm not going to wear it because mm. it'll get ruined. 
Uh, yeah, mine's from Target. So if mine gets ruined, oh, I'll buy another one. <laughs> yeah, mine was like 250 bucks. So I'm like very protective of it. <laughs> yeah, I can't relate. So yeah, I don't like to wear it in the back of an Uber. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I can't wear it in the cars and I have to take it off. And mm-hmm. It's this whole thing. It's fiddly. Yeah. That's and my new a, word. There's a, there's a feather in it. So Ooh. one time I wore it uh, for a show and the feather, the, the show was outside. And I was playing drums and the feather blew out because <gasps> <laughs> it was super windy. And uh, it like the feather like got stuck on the stage. And so in between songs, I like got up from the drum set and ra- drum set and ran around and grabbed my feather and <laughs> put it back in my hat. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. I mean, no one pays attention to me anyway. <laughs> I'm the least attractive one on stage. <clears throat> no I comment. Sing. I don't sing. Nobody cares about the drummer. That's not true because I have heard stories about people hitting on you from shows. A long so. time ago. <laughs> when you were a child. It makes yeah, it, it even worse. Weirder. I mean, that was back when we were playing at like bars and, you know. Yeah. Before it was the Talbot brothers, and that's why the people were there were to see them. Yes, if you guys don't know, Jake is one of the drummers for the Talbot brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I also do a podcast with them every Friday called Similar Vein. Yep. For those of you who So you can listen to us know. Thursday and then you can listen to them Friday if you love listening to Jake's voice. That was a strategic move on my part, actually. <laughs> is it I was really? like, I know I know people just love the sound of my voice. So yeah. I'm gonna give them two days back to back. That's good. That's of good. my ramblings. Yeah. No, just kidding. Cool. All right. So what's uh <laughs> what's on the docket today? Well, I've got a glass of wine. So Oh man. Why didn't you tell me? I'm ready to well, you usually have a drink and I don't, so Is that true? Yeah. I feel like Ever since my birthday episode, it's been like 50% of the time I've had a drink. But before that, I had never drank on our podcast. Yeah. I, uh, I Here's the thing. I've done nothing today. So mm-hmm. because I mm-hmm. work for myself and uh, the holidays are very busy. So um, perfect time to do nothing. Yeah. Tomorrow's uh, when you listen to this, it'll be like Next a week. week. Yeah. So tomorrow is technically like. It'll be New Year's Eve. Yeah. Okay, so, so last week <laughs> technically is my like quote unquote official last day of the like holiday season for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been pretty mentally checked out since Sunday. Mm-hmm. So all I did today was scroll on TikTok, which was like mm-hmm. nice because it was like, it wasn't like I was scrolling to avoid something. It was just like, I was, I really didn't have anything else to do, which was nice. You're on like Christmas vacation. Yeah. But now I have worms for brains. So I feel like my brain is just like, Mm. like has static in it, you know? Yeah. So I just need like a glass of wine to reorient my thoughts. (laughs) Cause nothing makes your brain less fuzzy than a bunch of alcohol. Yeah. I I can't do just like one drink. (laughs) Well, the bachelor's on tonight. So bachelorette. So I'll probably have another one. I have this thing where I'm like, if I'm only going to have one drink, I'm just going to have none drinks because what's the point? <laughs> yeah. It's like not worth the calories to me to just have one. I don't love the, like I, I enjoy the taste of a good drink. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but it's not something that I'm like just craving. I would rather have an extra serving of food. 
So speaking of calories, you're going to get mad at me for this. No, I'm not. Well, we'll see. So, okay. um, you know how a couple weeks ago my go-to was pumpkin cream cold brews from Starbucks? Yeah. Um, so recently, like I've been having my, my, I get really bad, uh, migraines from my TMJ from grinding my teeth at night. And recently it's been horrible. Like I would go weeks with it and I wouldn't be able to get out of bed. And usually it's triggered by like sugar cause it swells your joints up. And I was right. like, man, I have just like not been eating a lot of sugar lately though. So I don't know what this is. And I've just been feeling like bloated and gross. But you know what I have been doing? I've been drinking those venti pumpkin cream cold brews three times a week. Yeah. And so finally I looked it up and I was like, I should just check because the cold brew doesn't have sugar in it. So I was like okay, just yeah. thinking it didn't have sugar in it. 40 grams of sugar. That is with vanilla. And I don't get it with vanilla. So it's probably more like 20 or 25. I don't know if vanilla has 20 grams of sugar in it. I'm guessing whatever okay, maybe pumpkin 30. cream they're using is pretty well, carb Well, so heavy. I looked up how they make their cream. Mm-hmm. And it's sugar, <laughs> sweet and yeah. condensed milk. Which has sugar in it. Sugar <clears throat> and pumpkin puree. <clears throat> so, Which probably has some sugar in it. Yeah. So um, I have gone like a week and a half without it. And I feel great. Crazy how that works. My right? headaches are gone. Because <laughs> remember, yeah. I gave up coffee. Uh huh. And I was like really struggling. I think I was in a sugar detox. Not a caffeine detox. Yeah, because of the way I felt. And um, that's probably more accurate. My, you know, I've it's been a year, so it's not like I'm going to lose like the thirty pounds I gained through quarantine. It's been a year since what? Of like. Gain Since weight. last year. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> in quarantine, you know. Okay. Yeah. Being in being in quarantine and putting on the quarantine fifteen. I see. Yeah. But I did the quarantine thirty. Yeah, that's all right. Um so it's not like I'm gonna lose all thirty pounds right away, but man, I have definitely debloated a lot. Yeah. Like I'm like I think um in general people tend to be shocked by things like that. Yes. I I wasn't like shocked. What? I was more like you idiot. You know, you know this? <laughs> well, it's funny because Starbucks has such a stigma with for like every drink having a ton of sugar in it. Mm-hmm. So you'd think that that was just something you would check. I think I just wanted something to make me feel alive again. Mm. And I really didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched uh, an episode of New Girl last night where Winston, when he was working that temp job, and he's like, sometimes I touch the frayed end of the power cord just to feel alive. <laughs> Or just to feel something. I'm yeah. Like, so I just. Dude, that's how I feel lately, honestly. Yeah. I just Pretty shotgun a venti pumpkin cream cold brew <laughs> every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And yeah, we need things like that in our life. But I think in general, a lot of people, um, I'm helping one of my friends kind of set up his diet right now. And um, it is, it is always astonishing to me just like how uneducated everybody is about just diet in general. Mm-hmm. Like it's such a. I always kind of have to take two steps back and understand that not everyone is like um, a psychopath like I am about things. <laughs> so like when I get interested in something, I deep dive, learn all the details and all the yeah. jargon and, you know, it's just part of my personality. But most people are not that way. Yeah. So like 
they'll be asking questions like, so should I like not be drinking milk or is like dairy bad? Which these are all things that the internet tells us now. Or fads, know? fad diets. Right. No but really dairy. just like understanding what all the things you eat that have calories in them is mm-hmm. what you need to know because that's all that effectively matters. And so like when you tell people, yeah, dude, like um, ketchup has a dick load of calories in it or like ranch it like oh, sauces man, ranch. sauces really creep up on people because the serving size is typically two tablespoons mm-hmm. but you dump like mm-hmm. half a cup of ranch onto mm-hmm. your salad and you call it healthy you know Ew. or if you're cooking cooking things in veg or um like olive oil olive oil everyone says is super healthy for you which like it's um uh, the type of fat that it is is better for you than um, other fats, mm-hmm. but it add the calories add up super fast. Yeah, and you have to it's be like peanut careful. butter. Yeah, nut butters get people, avocados get people. Man, um, all my love languages. Oh, I mean, it's all the things that like um, make food good. Well, and by themselves are not bad for you. Like an avocado right. is really good for you. But if you have 10 of them, that's a lot of fat calories, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. And calor- fat adds up way quicker than anything else. So, yeah. 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 Oh, so. Yeah. Man. Pumper. So moral of the story is you're detoxing from sugar and you feel good? Um. <clears throat> yeah. And what's crazy too is, so my skin, I've been blessed to never really struggle with like acne or anything, but like Mm, the last few months, pretty much since we got back from our trip was kind of right around the same time I started funneling pumpkin cream cold brews directly into my mouth. Yeah, it was right when the fall turned. (laughs) My skin was just like, I was breaking out really bad and not like, not like visible acne, but those bumps underneath really bad. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's just like not common for my skin and I thought maybe it was freak like you know because like I hadn't washed it pretty much for a month right so I was like okay yeah whatever and I switched face wash which helped a lot um but Mm -hmm. literally the minute I stopped drinking those the last week and a half I'm like man I like look like 10 years younger already like my like skin's brighter like the bags under my eyes aren't like baggy Yeah, like I was getting really bad dark circles and I'm like, man, I turned 28 and I just went way downhill. I'm like, no, I don't, I um, don't eat a lot of sugar or I try to be really mindful of it just because of like my heart condition. It really can flare it up. Starbucks. Well, yeah, I was just turning a blind eye. I was like, oh, (laughs) sugar what? Sugar who? I don't know her. Don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. If I don't know, it doesn't exist. (laughs) Gosh. Okay. Now I'm getting mad. Yeah, like, I'm not going to, like, I know what I'm doing wrong. (laughs) Yeah. If I don't count my calories, they don't count. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But then all of a sudden, my jeans don't button, so something's not adding up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, checks and balances aren't clicking. Yeah. So speaking of losing weight. Well, look at you at the transitions. (laughs) I've been practicing. Uh, This episode is about New Year's resolutions. Yay. And a lot of people's New Year's resolutions are losing weight, so... It is a common one. It is. So, did you have any resolutions going into 2020? Not that they, I, not that they like, got fulfilled or anything. Yeah, I did, and they definitely didn't. <laughs> um, I was thinking about this the other day, because I feel like December really snuck up on me. Like, I've mm-hmm. thought it's been August for the last three months, yep. honestly. 
Yep. Like, uh, I think I realized yesterday that Christmas is this week. Yeah, in like and, two days. Yeah. Um, and I had a friend of mine who uh, texted me the other day and asked me, because he and I used to talk about goals and resolutions, and we set New Year's resolutions together uh, on a podcast that I used to do. And he asked me, hey, how did your goals and resolutions turned out, turn out? And I just got really depressed because I was like, yep. you know, about six months ago, I kind of forgot all about them because yep. there was one of them that I, I, I very easily could have kept with, um, but I just didn't. It just, you know, fell off. That was the, I set, uh, I wanted to log a certain amount of hours playing mm-hmm. drums, like practicing. Mm-hmm. Didn't do that. I went really, really strong for until about, April. Interesting. That's kind of right around when the world went up in flames. But like the, the interesting thing was between January and April was the time when it would have been the most difficult for me yeah. to do that, where I had to like actually carve out time for it. Yeah. Um, and there was a, there was a little while where when we first started working from home, anytime I was on a call, I was like doubling up and getting my time <laughs> in, like playing, playing on my pad um, during the calls, like if I didn't have anything to add or whatever, um, if I was just listening. Um, but after a while, I just, it just kind of, I don't know. I got, <clears throat> knowing that I wouldn't play any shows this year, I think really killed my motivation. Um, yeah. and for some reason just made me feel like there was no point, <laughs> even <laughs> yeah. though it's some, it's something that is important to me and something that I want to keep. Like, I don't want to completely get super rusty. I was like, man, I'm just, I just didn't have the fire for it anymore, knowing that I wouldn't really be able to do anything with it for the next year, which is not the right mindset I should have had Mm -hmm. um, in hindsight. But um, I definitely fell off of that one. And I'm sorry for everyone. I'm going to have to clear my throat like multiple times because I've got a lot of phlegm. Um, The other goal I had, I think I said I wanted to gain like five pounds of muscle, but I wanted to keep my body composition like really ideal. Um, didn't do that either. <laughs> I got part of my plan was to get super lean. I was trying to get as lean as I had ever been before, which I did do. So I accomplished that goal. And then I was trying to, um, coming out of summer, um, switch my diet up and just like slowly start to build muscle, but stay pretty lean. Um, once uh, quarantine happened, I was, I think I weighed like, 190 but I was carrying carrying as much muscle as I've ever had in my life so I looked really good how do you know Um, that uh like do you have like a body like composition thing or I had I had had my body comp taken um in a bod pod a couple times and then the gym that I was going that I go to has one of those um you know electrode testers that they're not super accurate but it, it was at least a a way to track a trend, but I could mostly tell just based on like the way that I looked. Cause like all through high school and most of college, I weighed like 190, 195, but I always looked kind of soft. Like I, (laughs) I never really, I never really felt like I had the proportions that I had wanted. Um, but this spring, like you could tell that I had a good amount of muscle on me and I was really Mm -hmm. lean. Like I had a six pack the first time in my life. You could like see my abs without me without having to flex so hard that I thought I had to poop. So, um, I went into quarantine basically like working on this, this physique. And then 
the gyms closed and I was able to go to some friend's house who have a home gym and work out, but just wasn't the same, you know, like yeah. I was, I was used to like squatting ridiculous amounts of weights, you know, and like yeah. deadlifting like almost 400 pounds every time that I would deadlift or whatever. And I went from doing that to really scaled back workouts and basically just moving to move, you know, mm-hmm. um, they, they have, they have plenty of weights and stuff, but I just wasn't able to do all the stuff that I normally would do. And then I kind of had this weird like brain switch of my priority switch to just like trying to stay as lean as possible because this was the first time in my life that I felt like I had actually achieved an aesthetic that like Mm -hmm. I had always aspired to. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I have to hold on to this for dear life. (laughs) So basically what I did was like starved myself during the weeks so that I could binge drink on the weekends and like eat, eat brunch and like not, you know, I was like the calories will work out. So, you know, it'll yeah. be fine. Um, which like my weight didn't change too much and I stayed pretty lean, but I lost a significant amount of muscle mm-hmm. doing that. So really what I should have done, um, in the spring was completely changed course and start just accept getting a little bit soft to maintain muscle because now, uh, for the last couple months, I've been trying to train pretty hard and I'm noticing that I, I just don't have the strength that I used to. Um, even though I'm like 15 or 20 pounds heavier now than I was in the spring, I was stronger then. Um, and my body felt a lot better. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of fighting all that right now, but all that to say, uh, my goals did not plan out, pan out the way <laughs> that I had hoped. Um, I don't know. I try, I have mixed feelings about blaming COVID for all of it, because like I said, there, there was a lot of things that I could have done differently and probably ended up in a better spot, but, um, there's nothing I can do about it now. So, yeah. What about you? Did your, did you have any goals? (laughs) Uh, my goal for 2020 started in July of 2019. My goal was Mm -hmm. to do a half Ironman. Mm-hmm. So 2020, January, 2020 started my ramp up and I was going to peak right when my Ironman was like a, you know, week or two before or like, I don't right. know, it, it was worked out perfectly. And so going into 2020, I was the most dedicated I've ever been. I was working mm-hmm. out nine times a week. I was doing 50 mile bike rides, tw- mm-hmm. you know, one to two times a week, swimming a mile and a half every other day. Like, and I felt amazing. Mm -hmm. And I I did that. I did the worst thing I could have done today. And I looked through all those pictures again, because I was trying to Mm. find like, um, like I was working on a project to like cap the end of the year for my business. I wanted to make Mm -hmm. like a cool video, but pretty much all it was, was that. So like, that's all I did. Like I wasn't really working. Yep. You know, like, which is fine because I work for myself so I can like set my schedule. I was working mostly in the evenings, but uh, yeah, so that was my main focus. And then COVID hit in March and we weren't really sure yet because Iron Man really dropped the ball and (laughs) just sucked big time. Mm -hmm. Um, And they weren't canceling or postponing anything until a week before the races. Right. And there was even some races that people showed up, like they got there like on a Thursday, the race is on usually on a Sunday and they canceled them on Saturdays. Jeez. And I'm like, it's not like bad weather. Like it's like, we know what's going on. Like we all yeah. know. Yeah. Anyways. <clears throat> so yeah, that was my, 
Uh, and so March hit and I was like really not sure. And I have this issue where if something doesn't seem certain, I'm just probably not going to do it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so the world kind of fell apart and I was like, well, I don't want to keep because you also have to think it's not like I was just working out one hour a day, five to six days a week. Right. Like it was just, a, it's a very different place than like staying fit or like it's a very, it's very much a mental drain too. Mm -hmm. You have to mm -hmm. constantly be thinking like, <clears throat> will this benefit me tomorrow? You yeah. know? So like the minute everything is closing, like my gym closed, so I couldn't swim. It was still cold ish in uh, Nebraska. So I couldn't do a lot of long runs because of how cold it was still. Right. And um, so I was just like, well, I can't really train. I can bike, but yeah, you know, with like three months out, like I'm not going to be able to go do a two mile open water swim. Right. And it's not like I could even start open water swimming because it was so freaking cold in the water. <laughs> right. Yeah. There was some people I'm in this group on Facebook for everyone who does the race I was going to do. And there's people like, do you think I can go swim? And people are like, no, like it's way too like, Don't do it. Yeah. But we all felt a dry suit for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> we all felt desperate. We didn't know what to do. And um, usually if I feel that way, I just shut down and don't do anything. And that's what I did. Yep. Um, I just drank about a pack of Trulies every single day. <laughs> Man, my year was like sponsored by Truly. <laughs> yeah. Until Trulies I learned and about Kirkland Markers. Like, oh yeah, mojitos. <laughs> I had okay. So the nostalgic part about quarantine we talked about last week or two mm -hmm. weeks ago. I had drank. I drank more than I have drank in my entire life. Yep. Like champagne. Like we had. My girlfriend and I <coughs> would do white trash brunch, which was, <laughs> you know, as soon as it was like over fifty degrees, we considered it super nice out. So we yep. would go out on my driveway in my apartment building and set up a blanket and have brunch out there. We would both drink an entire bottle of champagne, like Each? with mimosas. Yeah. We would get two <laughs> bottles and they would both be gone. You know, they, we, we have this pitcher and we learned that the whole pitcher is enough for two bottles of champagne plus a little bit of orange juice. Perfect. Perfect. Proportions. So those were our, those were our mimosas. And then there are a few times where we would finish that and then, uh, have run out of things to drink. So we would walk to the liquor store because <laughs> <clears throat> there's exercise. one, there's one a couple blocks away. Yeah. We would stumble over to the liquor store, <laughs> buy a case of Trulies or a, a handle of rum or whatever and stumble back home and just yep. keep man, going. We were basically alcoholics. Yeah. Well, to be fair, one of my New Year's resolutions um, for <clears throat> 2020 was to drink more wine. And I did accomplish that. That did get, which starting the year, I was not sure if I was going to be able to because of the Ironman. I was only yeah. giving myself like a drink or two on Saturdays because Sundays were my days off. So I was like, mm -hmm. oh man, I can finally have a drink. Then quarantine hit and then my Ironman got canceled and I hit that other resolution hard. I yeah. really made up for it. That's an interesting resolution. Well, my mom bought me a waddle. A waddle, <laughs> a waddle bottle. <laughs> a wine bottle opener and I was bottle like bottle opener. it's like one of those electric ones so I was like yeah. yeah I really need to start using this so I'm gonna try and drink more wine and it's really yeah, slacking nothing but, else really comes in a corked bottle that you could use that for yeah so I really 
I really did that. Um, but yeah, otherwise, th- that was really my only... I had a business goal. Um, so technically, Blank Slate has been open for two and a half years. And my business goal was to um, be able to pay myself by the end of 2020. And I did cut my first check for myself. Dope. It, I was able to buy a bottle of wine with it. <laughs> hey, there you go. It all comes full circle. <laughs> so uh, it was a little bit more than a bottle of wine. It was a nice bottle of wine, but... Bottle and a half, maybe. Bottle and a half, yeah. Um, so... Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, put on, I put on probably all the weight I lost during my Ironman and then some. And... Yeah. I was uh, texting with my a friend of mine today because I posted on our Instagram about like how I you shouldn't look through your pictures from the beginning of the year. Yeah, and she was like, it, "Yeah, she was like, it was kind of cool though because like I'm not the same person I was in February." And I was like, "Yeah, like some aspects I grew a lot, like my business, but then other aspects I physically like grew a lot. Like there's yeah. just a lot of growth going on." <laughs> It was a year of growth all around. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I make that mistake too. When I like, I have a folder on my phone of douchebag pictures I took in the mirror of <laughs> when I was. I don't mean to sound melodramatic, but it was, really was the first time in my life that I've actually felt really proud of the way that I looked. Yeah, like um, I don't know. It, it, eh, it's a weird <laughs> thing to say, but I was I was proud of it. Like I was really dedicated to it for. Multiple months, like, um, I remember my girlfriend would say multiple times, like, how are you doing this? Mm-hmm. You know, like we would, we would go out to eat and I would get a salad and not eat any dessert, not have any drinks or anything. You know, she's like, I don't under, how are you, how are you doing this? How are you mm-hmm. being so dedicated? And I was just mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I just, I just really want this this time. You know, yeah. there had been a lot of times in my life before where I had tried and I had tried to do it with like some weird fad diet or like, mm-hmm you know, without really understanding what I was doing. And this was the first time that I really felt like I was firing on all cylinders and I just wanted it so bad. Yeah. So I got it, you know? And so every time I look back at my pictures in my phone, I'm like, you soft mofo now. <laughs> <laughs> but at least, you know, you're capable of it. Yeah. And That's I'm, attainable. I'm actually really looking forward to uh, being able to do it again because is this is going to sound weird, but recently I've been trying to gain weight just for the sake of uh, being able to build more muscle, mm-hmm. and it's harder. I honestly think it's harder. Really? Be- because like gaining weight in general is easy because all you have to do is eat all eat. the shit that you normally want to eat. Yeah. Um, but to gain quality weight is really really difficult. And yeah. what I what I have done in the last few months. I basically went bear mode without <laughs> really planning, like w- without that being my intention, mm-hmm. uh, which bear mode is just like eating everything in sight and not really taking account like quality calories. Um, wow, same. We are on the yeah. same track right now. Yeah. So it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. You know, I have gained weight, but I've gained weight in a different way than I was hoping I would. So what did you say the other day when you texted me your belt has done lap? I've over your belt Dunlap syndrome yeah I for real feel that like my clothes think, fit in such a different way like not yeah. even like not even like before my Iron Man you know I was kind of like oh I don't like how I look but like you know my clothes maybe didn't fit how I wanted them to mm-hmm. but man this is a totally different experience like my sweatpants are tight Ooh, mm-hmm. that's not how that's supposed to be Mm-mm. yeah 
Those are supposed I to be heard, baggy. I think I heard Dunlap syndrome from Fresh Prince of Bel Air back in the day, but <laughs> I I love that phrase because like <laughs> obviously like when you're sitting down, like you're not fully stretched out and you're yeah. not your core is not tight or whatever, but like when I'm driving, like the other day, <laughs> I think when I texted you that, I was driving out to the office and I had jeans and a belt on, so it's naturally a little bit tighter mm-hmm. and like I could just feel my my gut jiggling while I was driving. I was like, yeah, damn it. This is terrible. <laughs> my girlfriend is going to listen to this and be so mad because I, I'll like sit on the couch and just be like, kind of like shaking my belly around. Oh my gosh. And she's like, babe, stop it. <laughs> I, I, I'm ridiculous. But. I can't do that. I would go into a complete spiral of self-hate if I jiggled my gut. I think the reason that I'm mostly okay with it is because I do know how to undo it. Like I kind of accept Except the phase, I'm, I'm doing it right now. Uh, I kind of accept the phase for what it is. Like there are some times where I get down thinking about like, because I've, I've had some injuries in the past couple months and like my plan for the, you know, fall and winter has not gone how I had hoped because of that. So that's really why I get more frustrated than like what my body looks like right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but losing weight has always been really easy for me. Like, yeah. Cool. I know like a a lot of people are going to be really mad at me to hear that. Um, But the flip side of that coin really is like for someone like me who often is like, man, I'm not big enough. I want to have more muscle. I want to be stronger. Like it can be, um, it can make those goals harder. So usually people that have a really easy time losing weight, they're never happy because they want to be bigger. And people who have a really hard time losing weight, they're never happy because they want to be skinnier. So yeah. No one's ever happy. No, I'm not. <laughs> so do you, uh, do you have any resolutions or goals for this next year? Um, I've had a heart. So I don't really like the term resolution. I feel like they're left up to people <clears throat> just saying, I want to be a better person or I want to be more productive and they're not um, specific enough. Mm. So I like setting goals. I'm very good at setting goals. <laughs> I know mm. how to get other people to their goals. Um, so I wasn't really sure what I was wanting to do. I have a lot of uh, goals for like the business again. Yeah. Which I set like scary goals. Like in good. 2020, it was like, oh, I want to like pay myself. But it was like very ambiguous, you know? Right. And there was no deadline. Right. So this past time I set like goals, big goals with deadlines. And that doesn't mean like if I don't hit them, I'll be like, I mean, I probably will cry, but because that's just who I am. I was just going to say, I don't, I don't know where you're going with this, but I don't think it's going to be true. But like, it's just good to work towards something. It's good to have a deadline too. Right. That's part of the smart goal is like the time constraint. Time bound. Yep. Um, so I was trying to, my Ironman got deferred to May and then it got redeferred to September. And so I've had a hard time trying to figure out if I was going to do it. Mm. I get like an automatic re-entry. I think I only have to pay like $15 for like the USTA fee or something. Right. Um, And so I was like, do I do I really want to dedicate another year of training? Because like I said, it's not just like, Oh, I'm going to work out seven times a week and like go hard. Mm-hmm. It's like nine times and it's like three hours at a time. Yeah. It's like and, a full-time job. essentially. Yeah, and it's like, 
like sleep has to be on point and like all those things. And (laughs) I found this guy on TikTok who is still, I think he's like a professional athlete, but he was training for a race or is training because he has to stay fit. And I was like, and he was like, oh, my lungs burn, my legs burn. I just did, you know, 20 miles. And I was like, oh man, I miss it so much. And Mm. he's like, I got to go swim now. And I'm like, oh, I remember waking up at seven to swim, take my morning Mm. nap. And then I'd eat and like work a little bit and then go bike. And I'm like, I miss it. So I don't know. Somebody texted me today. Uh, You know him. His name's Tyler. And (laughs) he asked if he could write my running program for me. Interesting. And... Uh, which is good because he's like a good runner. He ran cross country and so did my mm-hmm. husband, but Stefan cannot coach me. Yeah. That ends up with a lot of screaming and me crying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like yeah, I won't yell at Tyler the same way. It's a weird dynamic having someone you're close to like in a coaching. Yeah. I'm a little worried for Tyler. Like I consider Tyler like family, but he's far enough removed that I might not yell at him. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it works out. But so anyways, he said he was going to help me with that. And uh, which is good because running is the weakest point. And mm. I've been biking still since my Ironman got canceled because it was the easiest thing I could do. Yeah. Like instead of being like, okay, let's go lift and be sore. It's like, if you can just get on the bike and put a movie on, like you'll get a good workout in. Right. So like whether like mentally I was really pushing myself or getting like, at least I was moving my body. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a little bit of a shift. So then today I was like looking at those pictures and I looked at my pictures. I did like a week of sprint triathlons to make up for it. And I was like, mm, I miss, do I want to do it again? <laughs> oh, yeah. I really miss swimming. And the thing that I'm really hesitant on is like the why already grosses me out. Yes. The locker room already skeeves me out. I do this thing when I'm in public bathrooms or locker rooms. I used to do this at camp when I was a kid. I freaking cannot, I cannot let the bottom of my feet touch the floor. I do the same thing. <laughs> I do the same thing. I walk so on I, the side of my feet. Yes, I walk like <laughs> on my tippy, on my like pinky toe and like side. Yeah, it's so weird. I I don't know what my thing is either, but like I flex my toes up as yes, far as possible. I'm doing it, it right now. Up, or I walk on the side of my feet. I cannot yes. make full surface contact with my foot in public no. place. And so that already like was a mental hurdle for me to just go swim and then be like, oh, there's a Band-Aid in here. And oh, okay, God. I'll keep going. You know, because like... The Y is a good place, but it's not great. No, it's it's not even a good place. But like, you know, and so yeah, then you add on top of it like COVID and it's just like, I, n- I don't think there's any like um, studies that like you can get it through water, like with swimming and stuff. But yeah, I doubt, I I doubt just, you can. Something about, so I was still going up until the uh, Y closed and the locker rooms are closed. So you have to come with, which I already did. Like I never changed there because it's just like, uh, yeah you know it's a whole thing it's a thing and just like th- the nakedness of everybody else really weirds me out yeah but then you have to like you can't go back into the locker room to like dry off which at least i would do that mm-hmm. and you have to put your mask right back on so your mask is all soggy mm, like soggy i don't mask. know 
I don't know, you know, so I, I was thinking maybe um, because since it's in September, I would be able to train mostly outside if I could wait to swim until like June mm. or even May, May, June, July, August. That's four, that's uh, only four months. Ooh, we'll see. Maybe I won't do it and just, <laughs> what? It's fluid at this point. <laughs> Maybe I'll, it's hard for me to set um, like body goals because I really struggle with like my worth and how I look mm. and like the scale. And cause I was trying to cut weight like after my Ironman got canceled, I was like, okay, well I'll just get super lean and like that'll help me get really fit for like January. Cause then I thought I was only going to have to train till May. Yeah. So it was still really attainable like mentally at that point. And then it got recant, like it got canceled like in April. And then I got a text like in June saying it wouldn't be till September. I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's like a year and a half. Yeah. So uh, I don't know where I'm going with this. Yeah, I don't think body goals are really all that great anyway. Yeah. I mean, I do it because I don't have any like anything in particular to train for, but yeah. I do typically prefer and recommend like performance goals over yeah. just physique goals. Um, I would love to fit into my underwear again though. That would just be like, <laughs> that'd be perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a reasonable goal, I guess, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. So do you do you have any 2021 goals or is it just to like lean back out? Man, I don't have any goals. Just this period? Is, just like yeah, day to day? I mean, like I said, December really snuck up on me. Yeah. I feel like in general, I am way more goal oriented and I'm, I have like an insane amount of dedication to things and I just do not feel that way right now. Um, it's a very strange part of my life right now. I can't, I can't really describe it. Uh, so yeah, no, I don't really have any goals. <laughs> like I, I have, think I, I have general aspirations of like getting my training, um, like solving these injuries that I'm fighting with right now and getting my training yeah. back on, on track. And, um, I have a goal to, I'm going to do a, a cut starting probably end of February for a couple of months. Um, my girlfriend and I have a trip planned that I'd be, I'd like to look uh, pretty sharp for that. But <laughs> I think honestly, next year, my goal is really going to be to not worry about it so much. Um, mm, interesting. I don't want to, I don't want to put so much, um, so much emphasis on being super lean. I'm trying mm -hmm. to, I think I did some, some mental damage to myself, um, mm -hmm. this last year, just because, as, as most things that I do that are important to me, I, I put it on a very high pedestal. It was like mm -hmm. of paramount importance to me. And I don't think that necessarily was a bad thing because like I said, it, it was something that I had always wanted to achieve. Like I've always had friends that looked super good and I always felt like I looked terrible compared to them. And <laughs> this was the first time in my life where I felt like other people were looking at me and be like, damn, that guy looks good, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it, like, it's a fine thing, but I think like, getting lean for the week trip that we're, we're hoping to take and then just kind of see how it goes from there. But being in a, a calorie deficit for like an entire year or like doing the thing where I'm starving myself, I think I was eating like 1800 calories during a day during the week, mm -hmm. which for me, 
like my, the calories I have to eat to lose weight is like 2,500. So I was basically shorting myself like six or 700 calories just for the sake of like being able to drink on the weekends and then like still look, <laughs> still look good at the pool. It's like such a ridiculous vain thing, you know? Yeah. Um, so I would rather, you know, get tack sharp for the trip that I know there's probably going to be pictures on Instagram for or whatever. And then <laughs> just kind of chill on it for the rest of the year and like, um, just be a little bit more balanced. So yeah, I'm not going to say that's a goal or a resolution, but that's just kind of my plan for right now. Um, I feel like I don't, I don't want to get in a, a situation like I was this year where I'm effectively burning up a bunch of muscle, um, at the expense of looking good for strangers at the pool. It's kind of a weird, <laughs> a weird thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Like I would like to commit to, um, like a drumming goal again. I think, I think the resolution that I set last year was a little bit too, uh, too ambitious maybe. Mm-hmm. I think it, it set me having to be playing, 30 minutes a day, every day. And the kind of stuff that I, I committed to a very specific like skill that I was working on and it's super dry, like not Mm -hmm. fun, not very engaging. And that part of that or part of the appeal to that goal for me was how like um, dry it was because I knew not very many people spent a lot of time on it. It was like this mental challenge for me and I realized that I hated it and I, you know, it, it made me not want to do it anymore. Like it, it sucked. Um, (laughs) so I don't know. Um, I'm trying not to sound like melodramatic or anything, but I don't really have anything that's really jumping out to me. Um, goal wise or resolution wise. I hate, I hate new year's resolutions. I think they're Mm -hmm. dumb. Um, I tried really hard last year to change the way that I thought about them. Cause I know that for a lot of people, that's like the only time that they set goals for themselves. Right. Yeah. Um, but this year, I think really solidified my opinion for them because I, I made them really important to me for the goals that I set or the resolutions that I set last year. They were always kind of on the forefront of my, my mind. And then when they inevitably started to like fall apart, it really messed with me mentally. Like I, I guilt, i you know, I guilt myself for basically everything I do. Basically my existence is like, I exist in this constant feeling of guilt and, uh, anxiety and just like not feeling like I'm doing everything that I could be. So, um, that's not to say that I, I shouldn't be setting goals for myself, but I don't want it to become like a source of anxiety. You know, like if I miss a day of playing, um, doing time work on the pad, like, who cares? <laughs> yeah. You know, get back on yeah. the, like do it the next day. But yeah. I get in this mindset where like, well, I, I missed today. So I just better stop doing it for the rest of the year. Cause what's the <laughs> point now? <laughs> it's like, for me, for me, like the consistency thing takes too much, um, maybe takes too much weight in the equation. Um, I'm like, well, if I, if I missed one day, then the streak is over. Yeah. So my goal is effed. So yeah. I'm just, you know, going to go yeah. drink now instead and sit on the couch and do nothing. Cause that's more productive somehow. <laughs> it is. So yeah, my goal is to drink more wine. So that would help that's me true. out. Maybe my goal will be to just drink every day. <laughs> and then next year's goal will be to go to rehab <laughs> to be sober for a year. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think really what, what I need to do is just like, um, 
come to terms with the fact that it is actually December <laughs> and like yeah. <laughs> start knowing what time of year it is. Cause I just, it has not been on the forefront of my head, my mind to be thinking about like goals for the next year because yeah. this year still doesn't even feel real to me. Right. It's a fever dream. Yeah, for sure. I realized, so when I was looking back at those pictures, I was telling Steph, I'm like, oh my God, I was so skinny and fit. Not that like health and fitness correlate to like being skinny, Mm -hmm. but like I was lean. I was like probably the most like endurance fit I've ever been. I lost a lot of strength, which I would like to get back. But uh, Stefan's like, well, you didn't think that then. And I was like, Uh, that's, wow. what, that's what I was just thinking too. Okay. Mm, <laughs> Everyone I text, I'm like, I hate my body. And uh, I would love to be able to blend the two, like mm. recognize in the moment. Like right now, um, I'm not like, I'm not like um, unhealthily like overweight. Mm-hmm. You know, but I don't feel good. Like my right. body aches, my joints ache. That's probably from the mass amounts of sugar that I was intaking. Has something to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. But like, and then like it, it does play a little bit mentally when like your clothes don't fit right. You just feel uncomfortable all day. And I don't want to have to go buy a bunch of new clothes because it's like, man, if I just got in the gym and move my body. Right. So it's like, I want to be able to be proud of the body that I have but also be like, uh, like working towards something, mm. you know? Cause yeah. people say like, oh, you'll never be happy, whatever body you're in. And it's like, that's true because I wasn't, mm-hmm. but I was happier because I could at least, I at least felt good. Yeah. Like I hate what I see and I feel like crap. So I'm like, there's <laughs> nothing. Well, yeah. Pick one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's true to a point. Like I think there's a difference between like not like literally not being happy and not being can like um, satisfied. Yeah. You know, like there were even when I was at my leanest and thought I looked the best that I had ever looked, there were things that I would still pick apart about myself. Like, yeah. You would look better if you had more muscle. Like if you would have done a, a legit bulk before this, you would look better. So, mm. um, but I was still happy, you know? Um, but another thing that I wanted to say is I think that I just said like five minutes ago that um, body goals aren't the best. And I think generally that's still true, but I do think that everybody deserves to have a body that they're happy with, you know? And yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong. I think, there's kind of this stigma now where the body positivity thing goes a little bit too far in the wrong direction. I think where if anybody says I'm deciding that I want to look a certain way, like I want to look different than I look now. And here's the things that I'm going to do to lose five or 10 or, you know, 30 pounds or whatever. Yeah. There's kind of this stigma now where people are like, but you look great as you are. Like you're beautiful. Um, you know, you don't need to do anything differently. And that, is true, but you know, there's nothing to say that that shouldn't or that that person still can't want to do that. Like for right. me, I know that I look fine. You know, yeah. I'm, I I don't I don't view myself in this light of like, oh, you're you're ugly, you're like a fat piece of crap, or like I don't tell myself these things. I 
I tell myself these things sarcastically sometimes. <laughs> um, I, yeah. Like when I'm jiggling my, my belly around my girlfriend, I'm like, God, I'm such a fat piece of crap. Just to <laughs> kind of get a rise out of her because she's pretty funny about it. But um, I have these goals for myself mostly because I like the challenge and I like knowing. Yeah. Because I know I can do it, you know, and I like figuring out the process and the math and the science and all this. Um, so for me, it, it usually is more about that than the actual like changing the way that I look. But I just, I just want to say that if you have a goal to like, you feel like you could stand to lose 15 pounds or gain 15 pounds because you think it would make you look better um, or feel better in your skin. I think that's fine. You know, there's mm -hmm. extremes to both sides. Like mm -hmm. you can take it too far either way. So, yeah. but there's nothing wrong with wanting to look good. Right. I mean, people go buy nice clothes. Right. Right. And you can go blow all your money on nice clothes or you can like buy a moderate amount of nice clothes or like moderately take, nice clothes and, you yeah. know, um, live your life and, and be fine. So <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't think you have to be um, like a fitness influencer for to value that lifestyle. Right. And you can and still live your life and be fine. Where, like, where my balance is, like, do I want to just get back to being healthy and fit, or do I want to drain my everything into training again? Yeah, they're very different things. Yeah, do I want to go blow my money on a bunch of clothes because I can do that, yeah. or do I want to just fit into my my current yeah. closet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I we'll mean. See. I always think that just general health and fitness should be paramount, but um, healthy is a wide range too. Like I'm really healthy yeah, right now for everyone. and I was really healthy in the spring, but I wasn't all that healthy when I was starving myself during the week and binge drinking on the weekends, you know, right. that, w that was not healthy psychologically right. or, or physically. So yeah, it takes a lot of different forms. So just, just pick what healthy you want and then move on. I think the other big thing to note too is like people are going to get to the end of the 20 of the 2020 year and say, well, I did lose a bunch of weight. Like some people really did take the time to like, maybe mm -hmm. they were working a 60 hour job and they couldn't. And like now they were able to work out or whatever. Mm -hmm. Everyone's year looked, looked a lot differently. And I think it's hard to compare and be like, like for me, it's like, wow, I was really trending upward this year. And then yeah. I really kind of tanked right around June. And it's like, if you are, if you got to the end of the year, that is an accomplishment. Dude. Yeah. So just <laughs> like surviving the year. Holy cow. Yeah. Literally like just, a lot of things could have killed you this year. Murder yeah. hornets, COVID. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, be like, it's okay. We, in the grand scheme of things, we are alive. And so I think a lot of people are scared to set goals for 2021. Like I am, I'm gun shy because I'm like, well, I don't want to set this goal and like start working on it again. And then like right. be heartbroken again. Cause I was super heartbroken. Like I had to mourn all of that time right. and energy I spent. And it's like, it's okay if you go into 2021 with no goals. Yeah. Like if your goal is to just like get up the next morning again, mm -hmm. that's yeah. fine. <laughs> We're not yeah. out of the woods yet. So it's okay. Right. So. It is. Yeah. And I think honestly, that is, 
I have a hard time calling it a goal because it's, it, it's really ambiguous and, you know, I put a lot of, I usually put a lot of time and energy into making goals super actionable, but I think I really could stand just to be more mindful and be present yeah. like in, yeah. in where I'm at, because I think sometimes my, my ambitions and my goals and my resolutions or whatever kind of distract me from what's going on, like yeah. right in front of me at, at the moment, because I get so sunk into them that, you know, I spend my day like doing research and like, you know, planning out what I'm going to do. And it takes a lot of bandwidth, um, to the point where I'm distracted in conversations that I have with people or, um, you know, my, my work sometimes suffers because I'm too busy, mm -hmm. like thinking about something else because it's mm -hmm. so important to me. But, um, at the end of the day, like, I feel like I miss out on a lot of moments during the day just because I'm thinking about something that I have planned for my life. Like, a few months down the line or a couple years or whatever. So in a weird way, I think maybe my goal should be just to not have any goals. <laughs> just, <laughs> just be present and kind of take, uh, take the next year for whatever comes up because I had a lot of ambitious goals this year and then got, as most people did, you know, and got hit in the face with a, a, a steamer of a year. <laughs> yeah. Ain't that the truth? So I don't know. It's hard. It's hard for me because we we kind of opened this this episode saying we don't like resolutions because most people make them like I just want to be a better person, which like but I should being make mindful. Is I a should good. make that goal too. I, I could stand to just be a better person all around. But <laughs> mine's gonna be to stop swearing so much. <sighs> I can't kick it. I need it. I really need it. I think. <laughs> I hate it though because like. I like to think I'm smart enough to have a better vocabulary. Like I know other oh, words. <laughs> my gosh. Okay. Our uncle said that to me once when I was in high school. Yeah. And I can't remember. It, it was when I was deep in my angsty years. Mm -hmm. Deep. Like my side bang. Yeah. The outfit I was wearing in the picture. I should see if I can find it. Just like sums up this conversation. Yeah, I can't remember what we were talking about. And I was like, well, am I allowed to swear during this argument? Because we were like debating something. Yeah. And he was like, if you cannot debate without swearing, you're not that smart. And I was like. There's oh. a lot of truth. I mean, there is some truth to that. Yes, there is. But I was like, damn. <laughs> Didn't okay. think about it that way. Yeah, I would like I would like to get a get to a point where when I swear it means something. Like I swear right. so often that people like it doesn't even register to people if I'm mad because I say the f word so much. Like I would yeah. I would really like to to bring back the the weight that comes yeah. with a well placed swear word. It's true. You know, but now I drop the f bomb like in my sleep. Yeah, <laughs> just mm -hmm. it's just the only word I know apparently. So. That would be a great goal because you could stop or we, us collectively, could stop swearing and nothing hinges on that. doesn't matter what the state of the world is. I, I could stop. Yeah, but that makes it too possible. Cause, and then when I don't do it, I feel... <laughs> there's, no, there's no challenge. I feel so guilty if I can't do it because I have no excuse not to be able to. <laughs> it is weird though because like I've thought about this a lot. Honestly, for like the last few years, basically ever since I became a... Uh, an adult, professional, <laughs> you know. Um, professional I adult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've thought a lot about this, but 
it's it to me it seems like such um habit or like I don't even think about it, you mm-hmm. know. So mm-hmm. maybe this goes along with my mindfulness goal. Like I have mm-hmm. to become more attuned with the thing. Cause I can, I can do a whole podcast and the only bad word I say is shit or dick <laughs> or something. Those aren't bad words. <laughs> I really just want to remove the F word from my vocabulary because that's, start there. I feel like that's a word that mean should mean something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I say the B word way too much. The B like word? calling someone friend. Oh, yeah. I don't think that's a bad word either. <laughs> there are some words that like when you're a child, you can't say, but when you're an adult, it's fine. Like damn. Or piss. I remember we were never allowed to say piss as kids. And now once we hit teens, it was like all the time. I only like I'm say pissed it, off. Yeah. I only say it in that context. I've never been the, the guy that says, I'm going to go take a piss. <laughs> I'm always like, I have to pee or I have to poop. I don't say I got to take a shit. I was like, I got poop. <laughs> I don't know why. This has gone so awry. <laughs> That's what it means. I know. But I've never thought of that. I've never said that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe when I was 13 and like first started using it, but uh, I've I gotten a lot my, more like, creative. Yet. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Okay. Every week, Jake and I do a go-to for the week. So, Jake, what is your go-to this week? My go-to this week is yet another show. I've been watching a lot of shows lately. This one is okay. called The Un... <laughs> Sorry, I, I knocked my microphone. <laughs> I wanted to make sure it wasn't going to fall over. Um, this show is called The Undoing. It's on okay. H- HBO Max. So if you don't have that, I'm sorry. Uh, it's a murder mystery. It's a mm. mini mini series. So there's only one season. Um, and I'm actually really starting to like this format where it's like a story that traditionally would be a movie, but they take, you know, 10 episodes to really get yeah. into the details and unbox everything. Um, my girlfriend turned me onto this show. She tried for days to get me to watch it so that we could watch it together. And I was like, no, 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 I don't, I don't want any more shows. <laughs> I finally, she, she, I broke and I watched it and I was hooked. Um, we just finished it. Instantly. I think, I think there's six episodes. So it's not a whole big time commitment, but it's pretty good. It's quite a lot, quite a ride. So check it out. I saw that someone was saying um, they like the mini series style also because uh, sometimes movies don't give you enough meat, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. sometimes you don't want to commit to like a five or six season series. Yeah. And I don't want to commit to a five hour movie. Yeah. Even though I'll watch five hours of episodes all in a row, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's, a, I don't know, something about the cadence of it all. Like every episode a has its own. Fall. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, that's my life now. Cool. Yeah. What about you? Uh, yeah. Uh, so my go-to is <laughs> unfortunately going to be an alcoholic drink. I'm Really into Moscow Mules right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, we got a new bar cart in our living room. And uh, so I set it up to have Moscow Mules to be able to drink, which I was never like really a Moscow Mule person, but um, something clicked in my brain that it's vodka. Yeah. Like traditionally, which I'm a vodka person. And so I was just like, yeah, that's a great drink to, you know, mix up real quick. And it's not a uh, wine. That'll give me a headache. Mm-hmm. 
in my teeth. So yeah. 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 It's a good drink. I like mules. Yeah. They're like, um, kind of like fake cocktails because it's just whatever the, the spirit is plus ginger beer, but yeah, they definitely hit the spot. I'm, I'm a huge yeah. fan. So yeah, I'm into it. Cool. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Relatively Relatable. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and write a review of our show if you haven't already. And if you want to stay connected with us, you can find us on Instagram at Relatively Relatable Pod. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you.